Good evening. I am Minister Michelle Carter Douglas, and welcome, welcome, welcome in Jesus Christ's holy name to studying in the word. Today is Friday night Bible study. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Uh, today is February the 24th, 2023. Uh, anyone want to share from last uh, week's Bible study? And while we're getting together, I want to say good evening to Sister Pat. How are you? Praise God. Sister Arlessa, good evening. How are you? Good. Amen. I am doing wonderful. Thank you for asking. Praise God. Brother Patrick, good evening. How are you? Amen. Amen. Brother Brylin, good evening. How are you? Amen. Amen. And uh, Sister Nicole, is Sister Nicole on the line? I don't know. Okay. And I don't think uh, Brother Desmond is on the line. Brother Desmond? Oh, he's calling in. Just one moment, everybody. Amen. Praise God. Good evening, uh, Brother Desmond. How are you? Praise God. Amen. Uh, with that being said, uh, anyone want to share uh, from last week's Bible study? Well, you're right. It was uh, Genesis chapter 20 and 21. From last week. Yes, ma'am. Yes. And uh, anyone have any uh, thoughts about what stuck out uh, in their minds from last week's study? Well, remember, we had uh, discussed in Genesis chapter uh, 21 what Negev uh, was, uh, that land, and also um, it was the birth of uh, Isaac uh, that was promised to Abraham and Sarah. Um, we also uh, learned that uh let's see. Isaac, I believe, um well uh when Hagar was exiled and uh Ishmael was uh thirsting and she actually thought her son was going to pass away. The angel spoke to her and let her know everything was going to be all right. And what we also discussed was what God has for you, he has for you. 
You know, what the Lord has for you, he has, what the Lord has for you is for you. And nothing or no one can take that away from you. A lot of times uh, we see sometimes people think, you know, when they experience opposition, that somehow they feel defeated or that they're defeated. No, it doesn't matter what we go through in life. We got to always talk to God in everything that we do. Amen. Also, we went over and we learned about the uh, the untruth that Abraham and Sarah told to King Amalek. Okay, and so uh, with that being said, Amalek, uh, God spoke to him in his dreams, letting him know to let this. A woman go because she was someone's wife and we also discussed about uh how abraham and sarah were they were they were siblings but at this time it was okay because the world was being populated mm-hmm. amen oh and brother desmond you know uh if you could put your phone on mute i understand and that's a blessing. I thank you so much for joining us. Amen. Praise God. So, yes, if you could put your phone on mute. Amen. Your cell phone. And we appreciate you calling in and being a part of this Bible study while there's other things going on. We totally appreciate everybody's participation. God is good. So we we discussed that, and we also discussed how now that the world is populated, that it is a grievous sin for incest and any other uh, sexual immorality to be going on. So um, that was in chapter 21. Was there anything uh, anyone else um, got out of chapter 20 or 21 that they want to share? Amen. That's okay. Amen. Amen. With that being said, uh, Sister Patricia, if you would bless us with prayer. We just ask for your continued grace and mercy and protection as we go
and accept you and call out to you. You will be there. Lord, we just ask that we live within your holy, perfect will. Just remember that it is your will that shall be done. Not ours, but your will, because your will is the perfect will. Love you, praise you, give you all the honor and glory, and forevermore we will say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because we know one day, one day, we live according to your will. We will all, all be with you in eternity and salvation, where there will be no more sorrow, crime, just peace, joy, and happiness forevermore. Praise your name forevermore. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Praise God. Praise God. Yes. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Amen. Amen. Today is uh, February the 24th. And out of our daily bread reading tonight, uh, this is entitled Praying in Difficult Times. Praying in difficult times. And this is so beautiful because the song that we heard earlier, his prayer was too late. And um, that was by uh, Charles Johnson. And uh, you see how the Holy Spirit discerns. And actually, uh, our daily bread reading is praying in difficult times. With that being said, uh, I will start the reading from the ends of the earth. I call to you as my heart grows faint. This is at Psalm 61, verse 2. Chapter 61, verse 2. From the ends of the earth, I call to you as my heart grows faint. Author and theologian Russell Moore described noticing the eerie silence in the Russian orphanage where he adopted his boys. Someone later explained that the babies had stopped crying because they learned that no one would respond to their crying. When we face difficult times, we too can feel that no one hears. And worst of all, we can feel that God himself doesn't listen to our cries or see our tears, but he does. And that's why we need the language of petition and protest found especially in the book of Psalms. The psalmist petition for God's help and also protests their situation to him. In Psalm 61, David brings his petitions and protests before his creator, stating, I call to you, I call as my heart grows faint. Lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Verse 2. David cries out to God because he knows that only he is his refuge and strong tower. Verse 3. Praying the petitions and protests 
of the Psalms is a way of affirming God's sovereignty and appealing to his goodness and faithfulness. They're proof of the intimate relationship we can experience with God. In difficult moments, we can all be tempted to believe the lie that he doesn't care. But he does. He hears us and is with us. By Glenn Packian. Amen. How does it encourage you to know that God hears your desperate prayer? Also, what petitions and protests will you share with him today? Anyone want to take the first answer? How does it encourage you to know that God's heart hears your desperate prayers? I will read that. How does it encourage you to know that God hears your desperate prayers? Anyone? Yes, ma'am. How does it encourage you to know that God hears your desperate prayers? I'm sorry, can you repeat that again? Sure, and you know what? Now ask this. Um, some of us may have felt that God doesn't hear us. So I'll ask this in two different ways. If you felt that God doesn't hear your prayers, anyone want to share why? Or, or this is the next question. If you feel that God hears your prayers, how do you think, oh, I'm saying, how does it encourage you to know that God hears your prayers? How does it make it, yeah, how do you feel knowing that God hears your prayers? Mm-hmm. Mm, amen. 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 Yes, yes. Anyone else? I agree with Sister Alessa. Yes, yes, yes. That you're not alone, never, ever alone, and that he does care. And he only wants to do that for you. Sometimes you don't listen to what he told you to do, and 
and mm-hmm. sometimes that's why things happen. But you keep on talking to him, and he will help you out of the situation that you sometimes made for yourself. Yes. 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 Definitely. And um, that's a testimony. That's a testimony. Yes, I've done that. He told me something that I should have done or should not have done, and you end up in a situation. And sometimes it's a situation you may be in it be in it for a long time, but he will show you the way out. Yes, he does. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Most definitely. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, he does. You know, and uh, anyone else want to share, Brother Patrick or Brother Brylin? Um, and how does it encourage you to know that God hears you, hears your prayer, that he's listening to you? Betty has your back and you don't have to work nights that you have God on your side. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Brother Desmond. Amen. He I did ask him to put his phone on mute. So um Amen. Amen. Yes. You know, it encourages me as Sister uh, Arlessa and Brother Brylin and uh, Sister Pat, it encouraged me to keep (coughs) talking, to keep talking, to keep talking and and continue uh, having God in my life. You know, because the one thing that I have learned we want God to listen to us, but are we listening to him? You know, and I've heard this. I've, I've heard this, and it's not to uh, judge or anything else, because like I myself, you know, uh, did not listen to the Lord. You know? And... Yeah. But there's times, you know, people say, you know, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed, but I feel God isn't listening to me. And and then if you look at it, you know what I'm saying, the situation, you know, are you listening to God? Everybody falls short, including myself. There are no perfect people in this world. Anybody that tries to profess that they are is living a lie or they're completely delusional. Okay? So my thing is this. Example. When I was married, I wanted peace in my home. However, I was in a domestic violence marriage in which I had my kids in that environment. And I was praying to God to change, to fix my husband. 
so that there would be peace inside the home. And the more I prayed, I didn't see a change in him. And then God, I'm not going to say God spoke to me because he was already speaking to me to get out because I've tried, you know, several times to get out of that relationship, but I wasn't listening. I stayed in that situation. And this time I'm going to say, instead of God spoke to me, I'm going to say, I listened to God because that's what it was. He was telling me, I just didn't listen. So it came to be that I finally listened to the Lord. And so I and my children got out of that situation, that volatile situation. And then there was peace. Case in point, when it comes to health issues, you know, uh, you pray to God about hypertension or uh, whatever else is going on. But are you listening to the Lord? You understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> Amen. So it encourages me to talk to God, but more overly to listen to God and to be ready to change and grow. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, for me, another thing, I was praying for growth. I was praying for the ability to be able to feel comfortable in social environment. And I didn't know what was going on, but God revealed to me, or should I say, I finally listened to what the Lord was saying. I have to engage in conversation. I have to be able to allow people in. I can't have this wall of protection up, afraid that I'm going to be hurt. I have to have eye contact with people. You understand what I'm saying? And so in praying, conversating with God, I'm now listening to the Lord. And then I am in supplication to what God is advising me. In our life, sometimes we go through some hardships. That like David, we are on our knees screaming, crying, pain, and we feel that the Lord isn't listening, but he is, and we must keep on with our prayer, our petitions, and also listening and supplication and trusting in God's divine timing and will. The second question in this article, what petitions and protests will you share with him today? 
anyone want to share right now what prayers, what petitions and protests that they will share with the Lord today? My prayer and petition is my compliance with my weight loss journey. My weight loss journey and being able to, how do I say, I'm very overprotective of my, my, my kids. And I want to be able to, I I don't want to, I don't want to be overly protective. You know, anybody that knows me knows my kids. Mom, we were just talking about this today. My kids are so independent reliable you know i may live in the home with them you know but they can run their household they have better skill set than i do um however it's like when they go somewhere it's you know where are you going be back at this time or what and that's not that's not good you know as a parent so that's my prayer and petition that I allow them to have their individual journeys in life. Amen. Anybody else want to share a, a petition and protest? Yes, Sister Arlesa. And I would also say for myself um, to be more diligent in the weight loss and changing my eating habits instead of saying all these things actually do it because um i was talking to patrick and he made some good points and he was saying you know you're your sometimes you're your biggest setback and you don't realize it and you know you're in control of what you put in your body you're in control of what you eat you're in control of wanting to be mobile and move if you want mm-hmm. so it's all about you know when you're ready to take that step within yourself and i think god will help you along the way if you just pray through it amen praise god thank you so much thank you so much anyone else want to share Amen. With that being said, uh, we're going to go into unison prayer. Um, I'm going to conclude with uh, not the the segment, just uh, this uh, uh, portion of our Bible study. And we're going to take a brief uh, break, come back, and we will uh, get into studying in the word with Genesis chapter 22. Um, After I state the prayer that's uh, located in the daily bread, uh, Arlessa, if you could go into prayer uh, 
and include what your prayers and petitions are. And we're going to leave the floor open uh, for prayer uh, before break. Dear Jesus, help me to offer you my petitions, protests, and praise. This we pray in Jesus Christ. Holy name. Amen. Sister Arlesa, if you could share your prayer. I'll just say a normal prayer like how I always do. Yes, ma'am. Oh. And include. Mm -hmm. I'll include my. Um, what in it? I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, what you were saying, what you're, what, what you're, what you want to pray for. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Dear God, thank you for blessing everyone and being on yes. this line. Thank you for all of our friends and family and our listeners and. Please let us be able to carry on with this podcast and any further endeavors that we have just for you to guide us and help us along the way. And please help me with my weight loss journey and for me to take that step and yes, to really be a better, healthier person of myself in the future. In Jesus' name, I pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We are all in, in, in agreement. Amen. We will be right back with studying in the word. In our storms, we have God too. Written by Michelle Carter Douglas, Rylan Douglas, Arlesa R. Douglas, Patrick M. Douglas. This collection of prayers is offered to the home for parents and their children, not only focusing on relationships between husband and wife, but the relationships between parent and child, child and parent, and people within the community. James 5.16, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Behind our closed doors, we pray together and we offer our fervent prayers to the world. 1 John 5, 14, and this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Amen. Sharing a prayer from the book. Strength in our marriage. God is our strength. Heavenly Father, as my spouse and I come before you, we send praise and gratitude. We thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Thank you for everything. You have done for us both as individuals and together. As I hold my spouse's hand, we give our praise. Please, Sovereign Lord, cover our homes, our lives, our families with the blood of Jesus. At times, the wind consumes us and we begin to feel as though we are drifting apart. Seldom have the raging waters tried to drown our hopes and dreams. We ask you, Almighty God, to embrace us and give my spouse and me strength. Give us strength, Heavenly Father. 
individually and in our union. Give us the strength and endurance during opposition of the enemy's tactics. Give us the strength during temptations. Give us the strength to endure physical and mental trials. Oh, Heavenly Father, strengthen our mind, heart, spirit, and souls. Yes, Father, we find refuge and strength in your holy word and presence. We find strength calling on your holy name. We have strength in your divine love and nurturing presence. Heavenly Father, you are our strength. In our marriage with God, we can survive all things. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. This book is available right now on Amazon.com. Welcome back to studying in the word. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, Before we uh, get into Genesis chapter 22, uh, I want to leave the floor open for anyone that would want to share their prayers, uh, petitions, protests in the name of Jesus. Anyone else? Oh, I can just say, Lord, like I always say, just let me live within your will. I just, you know, let me know what my purpose on this earth is that is and what you want me to do. Yes, Lord. And let me live according to what you want me to do. Oh, yes. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we are at this altar this evening, Father God, and getting your nourishment in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for that. Father God, we are not perfect, nor do we profess to be. But Father God, we are near where we ought to be. And that is here, studying in the word. Father God, you know our hearts. Heavenly Father, you know what we need. You know what we need to remove in our lives to get closer to you. And Father God, we just give you power and dominion, Yahweh in every aspect of the way. Purge us, O God. Strip us, O God. Mold us, O God, into the creatures that you have destined us to be. Woo, yes, this we pray in Jesus Christ. Mighty name. Amen. Yes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Brother Desmond, you wanted to share a prayer? I always have a prayer. Amen. I keep my prayer simple and I keep going. I ask God to be with me. Ask him not to lead me in the wrong direction. And to keep me on the straight now. Amen. 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 And that, Brother Desmond, God will do. He will always keep you. 
on the straight and narrow. He will always guide you the right way. Father God, we just ask that you touch our brother Desmond and allow him to have a relationship with you that no man can steer him away from. Father God, we just ask that he is able to discern your voice from all others. Father God, that he is able to be Heavenly Father, able to come to you, Heavenly Father, knowing that you will conversate with him and you will guide him and you will teach him because you love him. Father God, in the Bible, we draw near to you. And Heavenly Father, we just know that you are right beside our brother in Christ. Father God, we give you power and dominion in every aspect of the way, Yahweh, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh, Abba Father, this we pray in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. 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 As we get into Genesis chapter 22, uh, we see here where Abraham goes through a trial and a tribulation. And ultimately, he is tested. With that being said, uh, Brother Desmond, uh, would you want to read the first, uh, let me see, the first five verses? It says sometimes we're starting at the top, right? Right. Mm-hmm. It says sometime later, God tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, here I am. He replied, that God said, take your son, your only son. When you love Isaac, and go to the region. Uh oh. Mariah. No, my, my phone, I'm sorry. Mariah, sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain. I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place God had told, told him about. Or the third day, Abraham looked up and saw the place on 
in the distance. He said to his servants, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will sat, we will worship, and then we will come back to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, my brother. Uh, Sister Pat, if you could read verses uh, six through uh, six through uh, ten. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and placed it on his son Isaac, and he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac woke up and said to his father Abraham, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, the fire and wood are here, Isaac said, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, God himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering, my son. And the two of them went on together. When they reached the place God had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then he placed, re, then he reached out his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Okay. So let's go back up to uh, verses. Uh, the first uh, few verses um, where uh, God spoke to Abraham and directed him to take uh, Isaac to the region of Moriah, okay, and to sacrifice him. Um, Moriah is Hebrew for the hill country. Okay. Um, also, uh, when we look up information uh, about the symbolism and the significance of uh, the Lord telling uh, Abraham to go to Moriah, um, it it's uh, stated that in Jewish tradition, Mount Moriah, no, now known as the Temple Mount is the site of creation itself. According to Hebrew for Christians, the Jewish sages believe that God created the world at Moriah and that the foundation stone, the even ha Sheta, is there. So what I found interesting is that when the Lord directs uh, people in the Bible, um, those are very pivotal, pivotal, I'm sorry, pivotal um, landmarks. Um, I'm sure that we've heard about Selah in the Bible. Um, of course, Bethlehem, uh, Shiloh, you know, and then we, we come to different churches that have those names. So what I what I would like everybody to take away uh, from this is when you hear certain names, go to the scripture and see where they derive from. 
um, when we come to know uh, one name of God, Jehovah Jireh, that was established, you know, um, what we'll be reading about Jehovah Jireh means God that provides. And we'll get into that actually um, in tonight's study. Amen. Amen. Also, uh, so far that we've been reading in the scripture is that the spiritual growth of Abraham. You see, here in this scripture, he's not negotiating with the Lord. Before, in the earlier scriptures, case in point with Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, he and Lot kind of negotiated and, and talked back and forth. Um, you see, Abraham's faith and trust level is a lot higher now. Um, anything else anyone want to share with they got out from these scriptures that we've read so far? Abraham had a true trust in God. Mm -hmm. Yes. True trust. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, he did. Now, um, one other thing that um, I just love about these scriptures is God knows what we can bear. And I'll get that scripture for you. God knows what we can bear. You see, he didn't give this assignment to Sarah. No. Okay. And that's something that I would like for us to, to anybody listening, you know, in this in this uh, podcast and on the line right now, God doesn't put more on us than we can bear. He's not going to give us another person's assignment. He's not going to put us to a test that we can't pass. God doesn't make any mistakes. And so we see here, God went to Abraham with this test. And ultimately, God knew that Abraham was going to pass. And that's the beauty of it. So whatever we go through in life, remember, God already knows that we can pass the test. That we can handle it. Amen. Amen. And um, let me see. You finished at verse 10, correct? Yes. All right. Amen. Uh, anyone want to take verses uh, 11 through 14? Amen. Okay, amen. 
But the angel of the Lord called out to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham, here I am, he replied. Do not lay a hand on the boy, he said. Do not do anything to him. Now I know that you fear God because you have not withheld from me your son, your only son. Abraham looked up and there, in a thicket he saw a ram caught by his horns. He went over and took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. And to this day it is said, on the mountain of the Lord it will be provided. Amen. Amen. So you see here, the Lord will provide, which is Jehovah Jireh. Yes. How do you spell Jehovah? Okay, it is J-E-H-O-V-A-H, then J-I-R-E-H. Okay. Okay. Thank you. No, you're welcome. Also, uh, Jehovah Jireh, okay, it means also God Almighty. Okay, this is a Hebrew, Hebrew. Hebrew, uh, you can pronounce it El Shaddai. I've heard songs, they say El Shaddai. That's a, uh, yes, El Shaddai. That's, that, that is God Almighty. Elohim. Okay, Elohim, the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. So when I say Elohim, I'm actually referring to the Trinity and I'm saying the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Elohim, okay? El Shaddai, God Almighty, Jehovah Jireh, God will provide. Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. And it's important to know God's names because as we pray and we connect with God, we actually, and I remember learning this part from uh, a friend that I met on social media, uh, Christine uh, Belasi is her name. And um, I was praying on, and it was at that time, uh, the name of it was Many Paths Prayer Warrior Group because uh, the, the, the prayer uh, was from different people of all walks of life, different various parts of the country, races, religious uh, things. And I, I felt and, and know that there are many paths to God, meaning we as brothers and sisters in Christ, there is no nationality. There is no race. You know, in that in that aspect, in the spiritual aspect, you know, but in, in when I'm learning in, in class, because I'm taking a, a cultural diversity class, which is very beneficial, um, you know, in the world to help people, there is color, there is race, but I'm speaking in the aspect of uh, spirituality, okay? 
So with that being said, um, I was praying and the Holy Spirit was filling me and I was saying the different names. And um, there was a someone there that kind of said, well, why do you keep using all these names or whatever? And uh, she, she advocated, you know, and spoke up and said, in the Bible, you, you're supposed to call on what uh, uh, aspect in God that you're trying to connect with. So in prayers, you will see people use different names. And, and in studying in the word, that's what I want us to, to learn, connect with the different names of God, also the different names of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So we can understand where that comes from. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. With that being said, uh, let me see. And what's what scripture did you uh, leave off at? I'm sorry. Fourteen. Okay. Yes. Okay, so I'll read uh, verses 15 through 19. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham from heaven a second time and said, I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. And make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed because you have obeyed me. Then Abraham returned to his servants and they set off together for Beersheba. And Abraham stayed in Beersheba. So you see here, before we receive the blessing, we will go through tests. And one of this was uh, revealed to me and shared to me by uh, another God's anointed on social media. Uh, Althea Richardson of of uh, Wove Inspiration podcast. She said that, uh, and this was by her uh, late husband, who uh, was a pastor, that we will go through different levels in life. And when you go through different levels of life, do not let the level level you. And I didn't understand until I started studying deeper in the word and and coming to the scripture, I understand. Because remember back in Genesis, the Lord kept letting Abraham know that he will be the father of many nations, that he was going to be blessed. Now, Abraham and Sarah, they went through their, uh, you know, their doubt. They went through their mistakes. They went through their spiritual walk, trials and tribulations, you know, 
But here we see, even after Abraham was blessed with his son, Isaac, and Isaac was one of Isaac's son, that was the, 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 the heritage that the, the promise was coming down in the line through. Still, Abraham had to go through this test for this final confirmation. So sometimes we see the bigger picture and we envision the steps, but we forget that we got to take those steps. We got to walk those steps. And in walking those steps and going through that journey, we're going to face trials and tribulations. Moreoverly, we will go through the test. Example, uh, I shared my walk in starting this ministry. And I did not realize how beautiful uh, it was. Originally in 2018, I had started uh, Michelle Carter Douglas quotes because in talking with people, on social media and different other parts and even in my community, one of the things that I do, I'm a motivational speaker and I also uh, encourage people, you know, along with uh, pastoral counseling. And so I found myself being able to share quotes with people and they responded uh, better. Uh, because quotes are short, uh, inspirational, and it's not really bombarding people because they're not overwhelmed with all this different information. So in, in doing that, I had the page set up, Michelle Carter Douglas Quotes, and then I was led to change that to Michelle Carter Douglas Ministries. And this was in, in uh, 2018. Then in May of 2019, and I was sharing this with Brother Desmond, nine months after I started Michelle Carter Douglas quote, the Holy Spirit led me to change the name to Behind Closed Doors Ministries. And I didn't realize it until I was talking to Brother Desmond about it, that this is the same month that you carry a baby and you give birth to a baby. And I found it so fascinating that the Lord God Almighty directed me in this fine this this uh in these steps and now i understand the concept and the purpose of the ministry even deeper amen in this amen amen in this journey i did have to go through many trials and tribulations but tests, and I didn't understand it then. 
but I understand and I'm understanding it now. Uh, Brother Desmond, did you want to uh, finish reading verses 20 through 24? Sister Pat, did you want to finish reading verses 20 through 24? Uh, sometime later, Abraham was told Milcah is also a mother. She has borne sons to your brother Nahor. Oz, the firstborn, Buzz, his brother, Emil, the father of Aram, his said, Azu, Biladash, Jalifah, and Bethel. Bethel became the father of Rebekah. Milcah bore these eight sons to Abraham's brother Nahor. His concubine, whose name was Rumah, also had sons. Tabah, Gaham, Tahash, and Micaiah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you so much, my sister. So we see here, okay, where now the 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 uh, we're learning the genealogy and uh, what's coming up, setting a tone of what's coming up, um, and we will get into chapter twenty three. Next week, I, I want it because in the the chapters coming up, I want to be able to get the information in and be able to incorporate um, the different uh, information of the Bible to have us understand that and from the things of what is going on in our lives today. Amen. Uh, we're, amen. Amen. Uh, what we're going to do, we're going to take a short break and we are going to look into some scriptures that talks about trials, tribulations, and tests. We will be right back with studying in the word. Rhea, Isaac, Egypt, and Noah presents The Resurrection Story. This book will take you on the journey from creation through the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Answering questions, why do we die boiled eggs? Or what is the significance of an Easter bunny? And much more. The presence of the Lord surrounded Amelia and her family. The Holy Spirit filled their household with love, joy, and peace. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ grew from a young babe in the manger into a young boy. He worked alongside his earthly father Joseph as a carpenter and worshipped our Heavenly Father with all of his heart. Years went by and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ performed many miracles, and preached to many, many people. And this full-length color book written by 
Michelle Carter Douglas, her sons, Patrick M. Douglas, Rylan Douglas, and her daughter, Arlesa Douglas, was also illustrated by her children, Patrick, Rylan, and Arlesa. What a beautiful book to bring in all holidays. This book is written by a family for the family. Get your copy today on Amazon.com. Rhea Isaac, Egypt and Noah presents The Resurrection Story. Yes, grateful Hezekiah Walker, and I told the storm. I just love those two gospel songs. God is good. God is good in every aspect of the way. Uh, thank you. We are back with studying in the word. And we're going to go over some scriptures uh, that will actually help us understand about going through the test and experiencing trials and tribulations. Before we get into the scriptures, does anyone have anything that they want to share this evening, uh, a, a, a personal testimony? A storm that they maybe went through, that God brought them out? want us to talk about um or you want us to talk about some of the stuff you went through yeah you can whatever the the lord god almighty in the name of jesus leads you a, a personal uh triumph uh journey that god brought you out of uh a test that you experienced that uh uh you 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 went through and did you guys want me to share something to, to further explain what I mean? Uh, you mean like, you know, bullying and and the racial discrimination that we've been through? Sure, you could share you could share that. Mhm. Um Well, I mean, I did experience a lot of bullying in school and stuff when I was younger. And uh, even up at graduation, when this one, well, this one person was, you know, kind of stepping on my shoes and then saying some vulgar slings underneath his, underneath his mouth and stuff. But, you know, it is what it is. You really don't have to deal with those people. Well, I mean, at least I don't have to deal with certain people like that anymore that mm -hmm. I had to go to school. But even though you're still going to run into people that treat you a certain way, and I guess you have to keep in mind keep in mind that God is on your side Ooh. and push past all the scrutiny and, and bullying that you might go through. You know what, Brother Brown, and, and I'm not just saying this, but I thank you for that testimony because it's, you know what, it 
it summed everything up and more overly you didn't give the devil no credit and what i mean by that is you said in uh, a few short sentences you went through bullying racial discrimination there's always going to be people to say and do ignorant things. And even, you know, body shaming when people used to talk about my chest and the, a couple people did touch my chest in front of other people. Mm-hmm. I know when I was in school, this one girl I was talking to, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, not all pecs are going to be solid. I mean, it's, it's flesh. I mean, what do you expect for it to be like a rock or something? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's going to be hard to a degree, but there's still going to be some, you know, skin that will move, you know, like flesh, you know, like you know, like Chris Evans when mm-hmm. he was doing the run when he yeah. was playing Captain America and his chest was bouncing. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like, that's the type of body type that that I should have, but mm-hmm. I already do have the the build that I need to work towards that. But when he touched my chest in front of the girl, she kind of was looking at me like, "Well, I thought was supposed to be solid," and then I'm just kind of like embarrassed, you know. And that was just like that was the one. That was only one instance that I dealt with. Mm-hmm. I had to deal with stuff like that in elementary, middle school, high school even at the workplace where I used to work. And you and you know, and, and to me, I thank you so much for sharing what you went through. And and this helps other people to uh be able to talk about some of the things that they went through. You know, and what you're saying is now when you went through all of this, how did you come to the point to where today you're like, you know what, people, some people are going to be ignorant. That's, that's some people are going to be ignorant, but that's not going to define me. How did you get to that point in your life? I just got sick and tired. Like, I'm not going to allow other people's opinions to affect me because it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't take your money and success with you and be brave, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, we're all going to end up in the same place, so why even care, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, what advice would you give to people that's being bullied? to just ignore because it's just temporary and once people see how successful you'll you'll get then they'll come around then they'll come around and they want you to be their friend and be up be all up in your face but then you get to have the satisfaction to be like you can decide rather to either accept them as a friend or just you know, push them aside saying, I don't need you. And you should have thought about that before you treated me a certain way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and and that, mm-hmm. Huh? what advice would you give to people who bully others? 
should not judge others that are slightly different. Just because they're different, you think it's weird. That that doesn't mean anything. And maybe you're the one that's weird because you don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that. But that's what I. That's what I think every time. That's what I think every time I run into an internet person is that it's the fact that they just don't understand. Mm-hmm. Amen. And maybe take up the time to get to know the person oh wow okay so instead of bullying be kind and get to know the other person and or and, mm-hmm. kind of get to know the other person or at the very least a knowledge that they're different you just don't understand mm-hmm. maybe if you get to know the person you might you might find out oh well they're actually a little bit like me it might be a little different they might walk different talk different even wear the same clothes differently but that doesn't mean that they're a weird person mm-hmm. amen amen thank you brother brylin thank you brother brylin anybody else want to share you know, we all have gone through some bullying. Mm. But you know what I've come to kind of learn too? Yes, mm-hmm. you're maybe different or something in them, but I think they are not happy with themselves. There's yeah. something, and they try to make themselves look bigger, better, smarter, uh, and whatever. They're trying to build themselves up at somebody else's expense. A mask. They're not mm-hmm. happy with themselves. I don't. It may be their looks. It may be their intelligence. It may be something. It's something about you. And they're trying to make your yourself look better at your expense. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like some of the people that did do things. Uh, things didn't go too well for them, or they, you know, just see them. They, I'm fine. I don't, you know, some of them aren't even on this earth anymore. But. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's kind of sad when you think about it because kids keep doing this bullying. And, you know, the things that some kids, unfortunately, you know, they don't know the Lord or they don't know how to handle it and they have either harmed themselves or somebody else. And it's not going to be something that's going to be always, but there's grown folks, even stuff that do stuff, even, you know, some people just never grow up. Some mm-hmm. people never grow up. They're not happy to me. Bullies are not happy with themselves. Mm-hmm. I don't like themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's why they pick on other people. They mm-hmm. don't like themselves. You know, and, and see, oh, this is some good information because this brings me back to to my class. And and you know what? And I'm I'm understanding it now. There's something that's going on in the bully's life where they try to disturb the peace of others because they don't have no peace. Huh. All right. All right. And if you ever notice, most bullies, kids might, all right, the kids or people around them might be laughing and stuff, but they don't like them. Mm-hmm. They just try to keep them off of them. But the mm-hmm. bully, really, the bully, they just really, oh, they just try to keep them, leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, all right. Amen. Good information. What could you really say good about? Nothing. They weren't really good in school. 
They really didn't have the best of clothes. They did. They just didn't. So all they could do was pick on others, mm-hmm. or the whatever. They just were not happy with themselves. You know what? This is, and you know what? I thank y'all for sharing this. And let me find the scripture. Uh, Can I just say this? So, yeah. beautiful scripture Proverbs 17 9 love prospers when a fault is forgiven okay so when we look at that Proverbs 17 9 love prospers when a fault is forgiven in tonight's studying in the word we are going to forgive those who have faulted against us we, we're gonna you know because what Jesus said, you know, turning the other cheek. And also what the Bible says, the wicked, they're going to be brought to justice. Yes. You know, and God has his hand on the righteous. And we just love the Lord. You know, So in tonight's studying in the word, we are going to forgive those who have hurt us by thought, word, and deed. We're going to forgive those because they need love. They need love. Amen? Amen. 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 So going into the scripture uh, about uh, tests, and tonight's uh, segment uh, is about uh, tests, trials, and tribulations. That's the study for tonight. Tests, trials, and tribulations. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 through 3. That's Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 1 through 3. And this is the New International Version. Sure, sure. I'm just going to read it. Mm -hmm. Amen. Take your time. Be careful to follow every command I am giving you today so that you may live and increase and may enter and possess the land the Lord has promised on oath to your ancestors. 
Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness these 40 years to humble and test you in order to know what was in your heart, whether or not you would keep his commands. He humbled you, causing you to hunger and then feeding you with manna which neither you nor your ancestors had known to teach you that man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Amen. May God add a blessing to the hearers and readers and doers of his holy word. Praise you, God. So you see here, you know, it's just like, attaining a degree. You know, everybody wants that plaque on the wall. Everybody wants those titles. Everybody wants those degrees. But do they want to do the reading assignments, the papers, the quizzes, and the exams to earn it? Everybody want to be blessed by God. I want this. I want a big old house. I want a big old car. I want money in the bank. Well, guess what? Have you ever heard the old saying, people with hell want ice water? You know, what are you doing? This is not the Wizard of Oz. Houses don't fall from the sky. Nobody's going to give you no ruby slippers that you can take to the pawn shop. If you want something in life, you got to earn it. And most of all, when you want to be blessed by God, you have to, one, do what God says. Two, you have to have a relationship with the Lord. Three, you have to be willing to go through the trials and tribulations. And fourth, you got to be able to Go through the test. That's Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 1 through 3. Um... Now, uh, yes, Deuteronomy 8, chapter 1 through uh, 3. Amen. Uh, Also, uh, anyone else want to share their take on that scripture? Uh, Brother Desmond, have you any thoughts? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. That was Deuteronomy. One through three. Yes. And then one of the things, and I even incorporate this in my scriptures, and this comes from Psalm 26, 2. 
That's Psalm chapter 26, verse 2. Psalm 139, 23. Jeremiah chapter 17, verse 10. It talks about, in Psalm 26, 2, examine me, O Lord, and try me. Test my mind and my heart. Psalm 139, 23. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxious thoughts. Jeremiah 17, 10. I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind, even to give to each man according to his ways, according to the results of his deed. Now, I'm going to stop right there. Because sometimes we have trials and tribulations because, again, we're being molded, we're being searched, we're being prepared, we're about to be rewarded. But other times, there are some people call what I'm about to refer to as karma. You know, I refer to it as God's judgment. You have other people, they just, is just, you know, miserable. You know, just like some bullies, you know. And, and we got to understand, Jeremiah 17, 10, I, the Lord, search the heart. See, when we say God knows our heart, we got to understand that. So if we have malice and jealousy and resentment in our hearts, well, guess what? When we're tested to see in what degree that malice and jealousy and resentment holds, like God said, even to give to each man according to his ways. That's why I make a beeline to conduct Bible study, worship God. When God ordered me to to start this ministry, I'm blessed. Because see, in 2009, when I ran from my calling because I was listening to people saying, well, how do you know you're called? Uh, you got to go to theology, a theological school. All this, putting doubt in my mind. And I failed that test because I was like Jonah. I ran. And for 10 years, I paid for it. Because in my heart, when the Lord searched it, he saw that in my heart, I was a people pleaser. In my heart, I had what man thought of me versus what God did. And when he tested my mind, my mind was like, you know what? If so-and-so said I wasn't called to preach, 
that I'm not called to preach. So let me run away from this. And I paid for that for 10 years. So when the devil used people this time to tell me that I didn't set the ministry up right, I got to go to theological school, theological school or whatever that is. I don't pay him no never mind. I don't pay him no never mind. Because see, I answer to God, not the people. And that's what I want everybody to remember. And I think Sasha agrees. Poor Sasha. Are there any thoughts so far far on uh, the scripture shared just now? Now, another thing I I want to uh, touch on, uh, well, before I do that, um, because I do want to share some scriptures about uh, how the adversary taunts and tries to uh, manipulate people. Uh, So, and we got to watch because see, some people get their position or their their thought process confused with what God has authority over. You have some people, they think they're supposed to put the test for. Now, we're supposed to test the spirits uh, to see where a person falls. But again, you have to pray over that. Because I use the example, if if a person is is destitute, they're having a hard time. God knows what they're going through behind closed doors. And they're in need of, of food or something dire. And you have them come to your house and you drop a $50 bill on the floor and act like it's not there. And they pick it up. Yeah, that's wrong. That's stealing. But did you tempt the person or did you test the person? There's ways to test people without tempting them. And we're going to get into that in tonight's study as well. But uh, are there any scriptures that anyone knows of uh, that they want to share about God testing the people? About what? About God testing the people? Uh-huh. Can you ask that? Can you say that first part again? Yeah. Is there any scriptures that anybody want to share about God testing the people? Um, I don't know what scripture it is, but I know God tests us in many ways. I think with Daniel and the lions, and then... The Noah's Ark, and then also last one I would say is when I think one of the men, his 
like he tested his faith or what like it was it was like i think it was the devil said he could try to pit like get one of god's people on his side so i think god was like okay let's see what you can do i'm not sure if i'm saying it right no you're right his family wound up dying Oh, it was like a test of if he still believed in God. Mm-hmm. And he still did, and God gave him, like, uh, a better home, more money. Job, a, a Job, yes, yes, family. sweetie. Job, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I have to say. Very good, Arlessa. Very good. Yep, that was Job. That was Job. Yes. Yes. Remarkable. Remarkable because uh, Brylin mentioned er, earlier today about uh, Samson and Delilah. Every finishing point has a beginning. In our lives, every hardship we faced brought about a new beginning, a new horizon, a new triumph. Beginning of a New is just one short story written by author Brylon Douglas in his book, My Purpose Ordained by God, collection of adventure and short stories from an autistically gifted child. From the adventures of Jerry Young, who disguises himself to hide from the world, to Mama, Please Don't Go, another heartfelt short story about a young girl named Mindy who fears losing her mother. Take this inspirational journey through this book written by Brylon Douglas and available right now on Amazon.com. a few minutes until they could exit to Koenigsegg Parkway. The roads and traffic take a turn for the worse. Readers and friends, the angel of death was near. Sterile and John prayed silently to Almighty God. Are they spared? Everyone hopes for a perfect love story. Some people dream of taking an adventure. In a small town named Poughkeepsie, New York, a couple and six young adults will meet and change one another's lives forever. Take this journey in the adventures of Gurgle Boy, written by author Patrick M. Douglas. This book is available on Amazon.com. Amen. Welcome back to Studying in the Word. Yes. Right now, what we're going to do, we're just going to summarize what we went over. Um, so far, and then we're going to get into how to recognize when the adversary is trying to taunt you um, with his um, tactics. But um, we did see here in Genesis chapter 2, 
where God spoke to Abraham and directed him to offer his only son uh, with his wife, Sarah. Um, we established that God does not give you a test that you cannot uh, follow through with. Um, the scriptures that we see that is in 1 Corinthians 10, 13. 2 Corinthians 12, 9. Isaiah chapter 43, 2. Um, and let me see, I could probably, in 1 Corinthians 10, 13, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Isaiah 43, 2, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned and the flame shall not consume you. 2 Corinthians 12, chapter, verse 9. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Amen. Amen. So what, uh, anybody want to share a scripture, uh, that the Lord has placed, uh, on their hearts? Okay. Also, we went over some scriptures about, uh, how God does, uh, test us. Uh, we went over Deuteronomy, uh, the eighth chapter, verse one through three. We also uh, shared Psalm chapter 26, verse two. And Psalm uh, one, uh, let's see, 39, verse 23. And Jeremiah, the 17th chapter, verse 10. Amen. Amen. With that being said, let's get into some scriptures right now um, that how we see how the adversary tries to taunt people. Um, when we look at uh, the one scripture, and I'm sure you all uh, read this, know this, when the adversary tried to test Jesus. And that was uh, in, uh, I believe, the book of uh, Matthew. Amen. Let's see, I'm so sorry I lost my place. Amen. Uh, well, I'm trying to find this. Uh, Sister Pat, would you, uh, what scripture is that uh, we're in, in Matthew? I'm sorry. 
Okay. Okay, let's go to Luke. Let's go to chapter Luke, the fourth chapter. Uh, if somebody could go to uh, Luke, the fourth chapter. And then we're also going to look at Matthew chapter six. Uh, Sister Pat, would you take uh, the first five uh, verses of, I believe, uh, Luke? Uh, what's it? You're in Luke. Yeah, Luke chapter six, verse one. Oh, I'm sorry. If you could take uh, Luke chapter four and the first 13 verses. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor. It has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. If you worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple. If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down for this temple, for it is written. He will command his angels concerning you to guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all his tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Amen. Amen. And in those scriptures right there, Jesus said, do not put God to the foolish test. You know, sometimes when we're at that ledge, the adversary will tell us, do it, do it. A ledge is, 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 is a ledge can be philosophical uh, in a sense too. When we're at that, that ledge of anger, that ledge of lust, you know, that ledge of, of temptation. You know what I'm saying? To eat something that you're not supposed to eat. Do something that you're not supposed to do. Spend something that you're not supposed to spend. Lust encompasses so much. And you don't put God to the foolish test. And moreoverly, we see here how the devil manipulates God's words when we're at a very vulnerable moment. He knew Jesus was hungry. He knew Jesus was tired. He knew oh. Jesus 
was God's only begotten son. Sister Pat? Oh, I was just going to say, I did find it in, it also tells the same story in Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Okay, amen. Thank you so much for that, my sister. Thank you so much for that. So we see here two uh, examples in Matthew. You said Matthew chapter 4. 1 through 11. 1 through 11. Amen. I appreciate that, uh, my sister. Amen. 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 Uh, we also see an example in Matthew uh, chapter 6, verse 13. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. That's that's the adversary. That's the adversary. And so here, uh, we when we look at this, you know, and this is Jesus talking, the adversary will try to tempt us at our very vulnerable moment. You know, uh, Matthew 26, 41 Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So, you know, and this is where I was saying, because I have noticed, and I thank God that I have removed myself from such wicked people, ignorant people, that they would do things. You understand? And and my, my thing is, you know, when people try to, you know, just say things, just whatever. To try to get your coattails, you know. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You don't. God says you don't. You don't entertain with people like that. You got to come up from them. You got to leave them alone. And this right here, uh, what I would love for to get insight into studying in the Word is how to re- recognize. One of which triggers for yourself that leads you susceptible to the tactics of the adversary. Two, is this a test from God or a temptation from Satan? Also, what we've learned over the course of, of a few studies is how to distinguish dreams of God, visions from God and dreams and wickedness from the adversary because the adversary tries to get into your dreams too and this helps us build the armor of god upon us that god is telling us that we need because we fight against the principalities in these worlds you see, with that being said, are there any questions, concerns, uh, anything that anyone would like to say before we conclude this study today? Very insightful. Oh, sorry. Amen. Thank you so much, Sister Pat. Sister Arlessa. Oh, I was going to say I really enjoyed today's Bible study and there's a lot of good information here.
different scriptures talked about that. Um, we were to go over it. So I enjoyed that. Mm, praise God. Praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. I'm blessed that you all get something from uh, studying in the word. It, it It's a blessing for me. I love to do this. I learn more. Um, you know, it's just truly a blessing. I have uh, brothers Patrick and Brylin and Sister Alessa that is actually going to uh, be helping me with um, the upcoming uh, biblical syllabus uh, for the summer and what we're going to be studying uh, this summer. So that's that's truly a blessing to get that insight from the young people, um, you know, what things that they want to learn uh, from the Bible. Amen. 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 Praise God. Brother Desmond, um, did you have any remarks, any questions, concerns? Actually, no, I don't. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Uh, Brother Desmond, would you like to bless us with closing uh, prayer? Yes. Dear Lord, we come before you, your most humble servants. We ask you to forgive us of our sins, each and every one of us. Father, we tell you right now, as we are before you, ask and we shall do any and everything for you. Lord, those who do not know you, let us teach them. Yes, Lord. And Lord, teach us continuously. For we don't know everything. But Master, mm. know that we love you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. We're willing to learn mm. with open hearts yes. and open hands. Mm -hmm. Lord, we ask you to keep us, keep our families, yes, Lord. keep us all safe, yes. keep us all healthy. And keep us humble. In your name we pray, Lord. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So that concludes uh, tonight's Bible study. Uh, next week, we will be studying in the word with Genesis chapter 3. Um, and here, uh, our topic of discussion next week, uh, will be, uh, we're going to look at some scriptures about, uh, grief and, uh, because in this chapter, looking over it, it is about the death of, uh, Sarah. And this is, is sad. You know, because we, we think about uh, the journey of uh, she and Abraham. So we're going to be reading uh, Genesis chapter 3. And we are going to uh, also talk about uh, grief.
Amen. Amen. Praise God. May God be a blessing continuously to you individually and your families. I truly love and appreciate you all. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love you all. Bye. Love you all.